This NFL Week One lines and Jeff Blake edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. The UFC is back this Saturday night with a forty-nine dollar free play at MyBookie. Even better, use that promo code SGP and get up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by Madden Mayhem, our Madden Simulation Tournament, where we're giving away ten thousand dollars. In my bookie credits to the winners with the best brackets. Plus, you can bet on all the games, including live in-game wagering. Get all the info at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Madden. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Madden. Finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. You're listening to the Sports Gambling Podcast, exclusively on SGPN. Let it ride. Ooh, welcome everyone to the sports family podcast. I'm Sean stacking that money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening Kramer. Uh, I mean, it, it's a fabulous day in the neighborhood. Sean, the NFL has released its schedule in prime time. Football, third man in the mood joining us, Colby Dan, aka the Danta Base. I just like to listen to that sometimes. I get caught up in my own name, uh, you know, oh, wow. in my ego, oh. everything. You know what I mean, guys? Whoa. Right? Wow, <laughs> Rick Coyer, Colby coming, coming out. How you guys doing? Doing great. We just <laughs> wrapped up uh, night one of week two of Madden Mayhem. And we uh, we also had an awesome interview earlier today with Jeff Blake. We'll be getting to that later on in the podcast. Former ECU, ECU, former ECU, ECU quarterback, Sean, former ten, Bengals quarterback. Ten tickets punched for the Sweet Sixteen and Madden Mayhem. Six more to go. Yeah, he's one of those guys who will get penetration. But we got to talk about the NFL schedule. It dropped tonight uh, as we're taping this. Everyone was leaking out different things. Some of the some of the schedule leaks were wrong. We really should just start our own just NFL schedule leaks. Shit. And there's no repercussions <laughs> if you leak the wrong thing. Clayton used to be a reliable guy, I feel like. You know what I mean? John Clayton with the big <laughs> snafu saying all the AFC teams will play the NFC teams for the first four weeks of the season. You get to see the schedule. Of course, that's not the case. Who who's giving them that bad intel? That's what I want to know. Then everyone uh Adam Shifter had a tweet like they're doing a three hour release show and, and it'll bring hope. And everyone hope. got really mad What's wrong with you. I like that. He said, bring hope because a lot of these like, Oh, what you need that to bring you hope. Yes, I do. Yeah. I need to think about football. Okay. <laughs> There's portions of my day where I'm not in a good mood. I'm not happy. If you have a shitty job, you know, what keeps you going? You know, what makes you feel good knowing that there's going to be football on Sunday and knowing what the schedule is going to be yeah. already. You see the 16 games. Okay. Are they 12 and four? Will they be 11 and five, seven and nine? If they have a catastrophic injury, let me daydream. Let me yeah. think about the future. That's the definition of hope. I feel like Theismann painted the picture saying like, look, we, we all had this, this virus come and fuck up our lives. Yes. Right. And he's like, and the NFL is going to lead us back. You know what I mean? So <laughs> who better than the yeah. national football league yeah. to say, you know what? We're not going to give you an altered schedule. Eh, maybe we'll change it, but we're the NFL. <laughs> hey, we're not really up for changing things. If anything, they they hold on to things for way too long. Much like Joe Theismann held on to the one bar face mask, <laughs> stubbornly said, "I'm not going to change just for my own personal health." And the NFL I, I, has the same exactly, exactly. And, and for and, and for that, I bumped uh, no more no more Elway Brady talk. It's Theismann Brady talk. All right. If you <laughs> if you offered me games opening uh, tickets to opening night NFL, I'd be there. Hundred percent, I would be there. I yeah, I'd I'll be, take my chance. I'd wear I'd a mask. I was telling my buddy uh, Justin, I chances. go, 
Shark Tank invention, come up with a mask that also incorporates a straw so guys can go to the games and still get drunk as fuck without taking their mask off. I think sharks, I'm presenting that to you. This is a million dollar idea. They're branded, of course, with team logos, maybe a little SGP in there. And speaking of which, we got our own SGP masks. Go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash merch. You can grab a mask. Any proceeds that we get from the mask go to charity. If you go to like a Raiders game, you're going to be wearing a mask anyway, right? I mean, yeah, but that's yeah. like to rob the liquor store on the <laughs> on the way to the game. To grab grab some chips off the craps table, make a yeah. run for the stadium. Let's get to it. Let's highlight some of the interesting stuff uh, in the 2020 NFL schedule. But before we do, oh, I was I was teeing something off, but let's get to this first. <laughs> Sorry, Kramer, you look. You were adrift over there. No, I didn't know what going. you were doing. Get it going. Podcast, of course, presented by my bookie John AG, the official sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Your destination, the exclusive partner of Madden Mayhem, the only place you're going to get our play-by-play of Madden games that you can bet on in-game, live wagering, second-half spreads, and hold on to your ponchos, baby. Prop bets are coming for the Sweet 16. Player props. It's all going down at mybookie.ag. Use a promo code SGP. And of course, UFC 249 this Saturday. $49 risk free bet on Anthony Pettis versus Cowboy Cerrone. Check out our UFC podcast with Rich Slayton. A lot of good info there. Tons of UFC picks over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. All you got to do, go to mybookie.ag, use a promo code SGP to play to win. And most importantly, to get paid. Sean, couple nuggets. Of course, we always like to call out which teams got the prime time love. Yeah. The Pats, the Ravens, the Niners and the bucks all five times. Sean, the city of Tampa Bay, Tom Brady comes to town, Tampa Bray. You mean they now can enjoy the beach nine times during the season with games at 425 or in prime time. Uh, look this. Uh, I would say this about the schedule. Couple things I noticed. Uh, I also noticed the giants were given a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> like, Oh, get, like the, did you guys get any primetime games? I didn't, I didn't look through the giants. The Giants. Maybe you're, well, you play the Eagles the Bucks, Thursday night. The so. Bucks are one, and the Eagles are. <laughs> they got a money. They got a So money. the only reason you're playing in prime time is because you're playing the other, other big market or interesting teams. <laughs> yes, that makes sense. I I feel like though, you know, I understand there's a, a Brady buzz in Tampa, but it's not going to outshine Minshew mania, guys. I mean, they're not, they're <laughs> not going to tank. They're going to accidentally win a couple games. I think Doug Barone doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who tanks. Sean, yes, we were discussing this earlier, I believe on the Madden broadcast, but the Rams and chargers both play immediately at home. Yeah. That schedule better be done. The or that, that stadium better be done. The stadium being done. I, I think for LA, I don't think their stadium happens on time. And again, maybe the season gets pushed back and that buys them some time. I'm guessing that the LA stadium, cause California bunch of, uh, you know, pussies, <laughs> bunch of grapefruit eating soy boys. They're there. Uh, and I had a grapefruit today. Guilty as charged. Yeah, it how, was delicious. How's your decaf tea? <laughs> yeah, well, my voice is hoarse <laughs> from calling back to back games of DJ madness and drinking a ton of liquor. So yeah, I need some soothing herbal tea to get through this podcast. I, I think the LA stadium, not ready to go, but the Vegas Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. I think that one will be open on time. That Kramer, that mayor is all she's ready oh, to yeah, go. They don't they're ready yeah. to open it now. Kramer, we normally go out for the first weekend in NFL season out to Las Vegas. Do we make it the second week? Because that's when the Raiders make their home debut, Monday night football. So we can spend all Sunday watching the games at the, at the sports book. And then Monday night, go to the debut of the Vegas Raiders. I am in. If you guys do that, I'll this, sign up right now. This is a difficult decision because I, of course, I'm also out there for the first weekend because I, my fantasy, my fantasy football oh, right. desire is calling. <laughs> you have your FFPC live drafts. I'm looking at the tickets. The tickets are for that opening game in Las Vegas stadium, a lower level thousand bucks, which oh is insane. God. But I, I I think we I think we 
I think can we I might tell have you to a better a plan. We we go out week one like we always do, and then we just grab the private jet. Okay, and fly uh, out nice. for the game. Nice. I, like I, that. I always wanted to fly up to Oakland and just take that shuttle over <laughs> to the stadium and watch go a, for game, a game, and then, and then just back. go right home. We can achieve the same thing. It's just Vegas instead of an airport has casinos. Although we probably <laughs> should stay the night just to be safe. So. Well, and maybe if we get on a heater, like well, that's what I mean. Like I've been on over at the mybookie.ag blackjack table. I played a couple of hands during uh, one of the half times of uh, of Madden Mayhem th- uh, uh, Thanksgiving Day. Again, all, all, shout out to the NFL. Really, it was neck and neck Thanksgiving and Christmas for the best holiday, but. When they decide to add that third late game, yeah. who yeah. is the third late game? Well, I'm I'm about to read it here. <laughs> it's a triple header, as always. Texans at Lions early Ryan, game. So, so uh, much disrespect. I don't, know, for I, don't the Lions. Much, I don't like that one that much. The Lions always get that shit nine thirty kick. It's a tradition. What they should if they should do that though, but just give them a classic team like the Bears or the Vikings or the you know. Like you the don't like the the intra Texans? conference. I don't yeah. like the Texans after they fucked up my Madden Mayhem pick. <laughs> Then the afternoon game, you get Cowboys, Indians, Washington that's at the, Dallas. That, that's should, a, that should happen every year. That's a that's a fun, very Thanksgiving yeah. themed. There was a rumor that the Eagles were going to play the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, and I was excited for it. But it's a lot of pressure because there's a chance it ruins Thanksgiving, and I become a, a huge yeah. asshole. So, and, so <laughs> you're, at, you're at you're at the ladies' house. What's the, what's the night game then? Getting to that next, Ryan. <laughs> Doing these in order. The night game, Baltimore Ravens at Steelers. Oh, yes. that's what I'm talking about, though. So, so they just nailed two of the three. Yeah, it, it's all great matchups. So yeah. if they just replace that with Lions Packers, Packers yes, then it's perfect. That three can, great they rivalries. can run that. Every- what do you mean Bears Packers? Yeah, yeah. Any Vikings Vikings Packers. No, no. Or Vikings, the Lions, Lions get yeah. their tra- they get their tradition. But I'm just saying, Lion like a Lions divisional matchup. Yes, and that like every one is a divisional matchup. And then, yeah, the Steelers Ravens can always play that night game because yeah. I'd much rather see that than like Saints Falcons. Although, Sean, as you know, I'm that off was the a great... I'm off the grid every year. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I get the joy of where, coming back a day and a half later and seeing if I covered. Where are you going this year? Uh, you know, probably <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in the desert, somewhere away from people, <laughs> away from you. I've I've had an, an insane run on Thanksgiving a day as far as picking games going against the spread. I went three and zero. Oh. Last year, and including a, a money line play by the Bills upsetting the Cowboys, awesome time. Even hit like a three-team parlay, and it was a lot of pressure because my uh, father-in-law. We were visiting him in Las Vegas, and he does. He's not a huge gambler or football guy, so he took all my picks and all my bets, and I'm like watching the game, sweating out the bets yeah. with him, and uh, he cashed. So that that always feels good. Takes the pressure off. We actually get some Christmas Day games. Mm. In fact, uh, Saints—they're going to play on Christmas Day in the Superdome against the Vikings. Four thirty kick. I think that's probably East Coast. It's a good game, good and game. it's the uh, it's the first NFL game on a Friday since two thousand nine. I, I think that was like a weird again, maybe like a Christmas New Year's Eve type thing. I like it. I mean, they, the, those teams have met in the playoffs before uh, with some classic games. So I, I'm I'm I'm. I think that's one of the better matchups so far. As far as the Eagles, uh, Eagles schedule, feel pretty good about it. That week nine bye, that's always key. Uh, I'm looking forward to the game in Lambeau. So it's, I mean, we've had a good, we've had a decent run. When, actually, when do they go to Lambeau? Lambeau? They go to Lambeau December sixth. I like they don't have three uh, road games in a row. They've had that previously. That's always a huge pain in the ass. Sean, can we circle games? Sure. Week fifteen, Miami hosts the New England Patriots. Well, that's also week one. It's we- a baby fucking wheel, man. No, Dolphins go up there week one. I know, but I think that's a compelling match. I'm just saying, Tua, wait for yeah. New England to go down there in the heat. Yeah. Bet whatever that number is. Two is going to be catching points. But I mean, I, I I agree with you. That's going to got great potential. But you're trying to minimize my great point. Continue no, no, no. Though. Week one though. <laughs> Having Tua go up against a guy with like the legendary record against rookie quarterbacks, I think is a mm. very compelling story. You know what else is compelling story? The last time the Eagles opened up a season in Washington, like they do in 2020, I don't know if you remember Ryan, but I won two hundred thousand dollars on yes. DraftKings or lost eight hundred thousand dollars, depending on how yeah. you look at it. And, and the and, Eagles and Tolzien's back in the NFL. Yes, and the <laughs> Eagles won the Super Bowl. 
Tolzine, I'm coming for you. As soon as you get on Twitter, <laughs> look out. I'm trying to track him down again. If anyone, I think now that he ha- he must have a Cowboys email address. Yeah, we got it. Colby, I'm, I'm making it. I'm making a to do here to <laughs> to contact. Uh, I mean, yeah, we got Joe Theismann on. You don't think we can get Scott, Scott Tolzine on? Come on. Are you kidding oh, me, man? Giants second second hardest schedule. If you uh, if you're using win the win totals, okay. Falcons the toughest. Uh, the Colts have the easiest schedule, and, and if you see this graphic, I'm guessing this comes from Warren Sharp or something like that. It's not even close. The, the, the Colts, if you if you use win total as the metric to determine if a team is uh, hard or easy, mm-hmm. if you rank them that way. The Colts have the easiest, and, I, and Colby can see this. The Colts have the easiest. By a, a, just an absolutely tremendous margin. Is it me, or do I feel like the Colts always have an easy schedule? Maybe because the division's just trapped. I mean, it must be a, a divisional matchup thing because Tennessee is right there at number two. Yeah, yeah, I feel like. Of course, Kansas City Texans. That's the opening Thursday night game. Um, yeah, I don't know. Texans seem to get a lot of primetime games. Would be nice if they had DeAndre Hopkins there, but <laughs> instead, David Johnson. Yeah, I like David, man, but yeah, it's a bad trade. <laughs> Patriots uh, still seeing uh, a decent amount of primetime games with even without Brady. They week two at Seattle, Stidham Fever, man. Week nine at the at the New York Jets. Week ten versus the Ravens. Fourteen versus the Rams. Sixteen versus the Bills. Like maybe those games towards the end they get flexed out if there's Sunday night. But uh, yeah, I don't know, Colby. What do any any big thoughts on the? Uh, on the schedule release so far, uh, well, I, I mean, I can tell you, week one, you know, Brady at New Orleans, uh, I think yeah, is a very compelling matchups. One. You know, you, it, with Gronk coming back and everything, I think that one stood out when when I went through the schedule as like, oh, and I think also you get a rematch of how of, of the Texans and Chiefs week Sean, one. Sean, right? do you remember we were in Vegas? weren't the Saints ten point favorites against someone last year, week one? And they got upset outright. That was a Falcons. Oh, it was the Bucks probably right? It was the Bucks. No, it was the Bucks. Oh, that's right. right. Fitzmagic. Right. Yeah. Fitzmagic, yeah. baby. Uh, we could see that again. Well, I don't know if the spread will be ago, that high. But, but I mean, dude, Chiefs Texans a rematch of that playoff game where the Texans were up like twenty one nothing, right? Or twenty four nothing, I think. See that potentially come. I, I just back saw the one? Redskins beat writers, or the, I'm sorry, the Cowboys beat writers. Cowboys get cushy start. They start, I love I love how cocky the Cowboys they start fans are. on the road against the Rams in the new stadium. Like supposedly, how many if that stadium opens as scheduled, week one? What is the split there for the fan base? It's gonna be a home game for the Cowboys. Yeah, and, and week two is when the Chargers are supposed to open that stadium against the Chiefs. Oh man, dude! But I, <laughs> Is there? It's what like seventy thirty. If you're if you're Kansas City, the NFL you just no favors. You just won the Super Bowl. Now week two trip to L.A. to see a new stadium. Yeah. Everyone from Kansas City is gonna you, gonna take one van and you, just show up. You seventy thousand. You would think that the, the NFL has been trying to get uh, you know L.A. back on the map on football uh, wise. You would think they put Jacksonville at at uh, you know one of the LA give them, teams. Give them an yeah. easy game. Sean, can we just talk about the spreads? For yeah, week let's one? Do what, what are we doing? We're talking about some like it's Stop like we're, messing around. It's like we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Over well, here. we're just you know we're teasing it. We're just massaging it. But let's just let's just go in. All right, I'm looking. I got this great graphic in front. What do you have? What lines do you have up in front of you? Well, right. Okay. The only lines I, we I got him. I the got only him. lines we acknowledge him. is the ones over at mybookie.ag. Other none non reputable. Sportsbooks have some lines and it's fun. Let's do just a rapid fire week one. Again, the picks will probably change, but just probably start picking games, baby. Yeah, let's pick games. Yeah, get the picks and run us through Kramer. What do we well, got? Uh, no, I gotta I gotta pull up the numbers. Um look, how's your dexterity over there? All right. Um dude, but week one, uh what's up? Oh, I I'm 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 searching hard. I'm searching oh, really? Long. I have it. I'll I'll text it to you right now, Kramer. How do you not? Do you know how to use Google? Yeah, I know how to use Google. <laughs> All right, I'll send it to you. Sending over in text. Pull that right up. There's some. Uh, I mean, there's Giant, some interesting numbers. Giant Steelers week one. You, Daniel Jones oh, is going to oh. be Titans yeah. Broncos. 
Colby, your Jets, they play real, the Bills. Real, yeah. You're a real asshole for making me feel stupid. All right, so uh, <laughs> do we do we just want to rattle them. Texas Chiefs, Texans, Chiefs, yeah, minus ten, picks. minus ten for the Chiefs. Is this not a Thursday night football Wait, game? Is this, is, is this in Kansas City? Yes. Yeah, of yeah. course. Okay. They're oh, raising yeah. the banner, getting the rings. Yeah. Ten I'm points feels like a big number. Yeah. I'm all, I'm I'm taking the dog here, even though I'm still pissed at the Texans. Hopefully, we are <laughs> out in Vegas doing a live stream. Should we have to go out for the first? Night? You yeah. you forget we do the live stream. It's a whole event. <laughs> Seahawks Falcons Seahawks minus one. Are you gonna Are you or Colby gonna pick the game? Oh, I'm, I'll take the points. I said it was too I'll many. I'll take the points too. Ten in the NFL, man. Yeah. Yeah, especially, and uh, there's always a bit of a hangover after that Super Bowl. Chiefs yeah. first ever, or uh, yeah, right first. Or I mean, in like 50 years. And just yeah, you, you, I think the hangover is always a strong thing for for everyone. We saw the Patriots lose to the Chiefs one year, right after they won. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's tough. It's a lot a lot of pressure, a lot of emotion. Bet your balls will be probably out. Out there crying. Uh, we're not rapid firing, guys. You're, you want? You're I was to waiting for you to bring up Seahawks the next game. Seahawks minus one against the Falcons. I assume this is in Atlanta. I'm on Seattle. I'll take Seattle as a road favorite. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 worrisome to take them on the road early in the season, but it's a lot of travel. But first game of the season, they got that. What what, what week will Dan Quinn be fired? Week twelve. <laughs> uh, I mean, he definitely is going to be one of the guys favored to to be fired first. Uh, I'll say, I mean, we we'd have to pull up his schedule. Yeah, but I, I would say he he'll be within the t- top three coaches to get I fired. I think I think he might be number one. Eagles, Redskins, Eagles minus five and a half. Oh yeah, I'm why on the is Eagles. that not a touchdown? I'm on the Eagles with Haskins. Wait, where? Is, oh, this is in Philly. Or this is in Washington. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. What I, what have you seen about this Redskins offense? Do you think they can yeah. put up points against the Eagles? That's the problem. Yeah, I'm hearing Dream Team coming out of Philly. I'm hearing literally now, no now one they, said that. Now that they got Hurts, they have they finally <laughs> have the wishbone complete. Oh my God, Hurts is going to throw for for uh, one fifty and and two touchdowns. In I zone. do think I think Hurts will get a carry <laughs> in this game. Dolphins at Patriots, less than a touchdown. Oh, give me the pass. Five and a half. Give me the pass. <laughs> give me the Dolphins, baby. We saw it in Madden Mayhem. This Dolphins team's scrappy. And I, I, if I'm not mistaken, this is one of the numbers that got bet quick. Uh, I think it opened north of seven at seven and a half, and quickly got bet down. So that that's certainly uh, you going in that? something to look at. Uh, Stop being neutral over here and tell hey, us your opinion. Uh, <laughs> it, this is what it, did did they cover in New England last year? Is that the game where they just that was in Miami? They won in New England. Did they? They won. Yeah. God damn it. They. That's what they, uh, yeah, that uh, win knocked him out of the two seed. Patriots are going to suck. They don't have a quarterback. Give me the Dolphins. Packers, Vikings, Vikings minus three. Where's it? Where, this, this, this is, is in, in Minnesota? Minnesota in the spaceship. Not prime time. Not give, prime time. Give me the Packers. I'm all over. The, I'm I'm going Vikings here. I I think the just the chemistry issues that Green Bay has going. Vikings are great early on in the season. Jeff Blake kind of talked about that. Yeah, he did. And we'll get to that uh, in a second here. Kramer, what are you doing? Uh, I mean, I, I, I was, I was rewarded for taking the Packers on week in week one last year against the bears. I'll do it again. It's Kirk cousins. This is a big game. Big yeah. Kurt, Kurt, you trips. Like that. Tri- Kurt trips, Colts, Jags, Colts, minus seven Minshew mania, baby. Colts are gonna just roll. Minshew mania. Yeah, it's baby. not some rigged CPU uh, simulation <laughs> like Madden where Minshew fumbles and they still give it to him. This Colts defense is for real, and uh, yeah. and I think Philip Rivers they got they got a lot going on and, and just huge coaching advantage. Colts roll, baby. That throw that in a tease already. I like that. I I, I love that in a tease. Bears, Lions. It's gonna be a pick in Detroit. Give me the Bears. I'll that, go Lions here. That's a sneaky, yeah. That's a sneaky stay away from me. Stafford's back. You got to remember Stafford. Foles, Foles comes well, in. Early. Assuming Stafford, this assumes Stafford's the quarterback, but he was out. It's a different team when he's back in there. I think, you know, Patricia is a just horrible coach, but they looked all right though before Stafford got hurt last year. We kind of forget because it was so early, but they they seem like a decent team. They Nick, almost beat the Chiefs at home. I, I'll take the Lions. It'll be, be a close game. Yeah, it'll be a good game. But I, I think I, there's I think everyone on the team's out on Mitch, so I think there's going to be some confidence Foles issues. Foles is going to come in after the first quarter. 
Lions close a favorite in this one. Browns, Ravens, Ravens minus nine. <laughs> Way too high. Give me the Browns. Oh. Even though I hate the Browns. They, the Browns play them tough, I feel like. Yeah, and they got their offensive lines better now. It was last year when we watched Lamar Jackson throw for five or six touchdowns against the Dolphins week one when we were out there in Vegas. Uh, I, we might have seen the best stretch we're ever going to see of that team. Of the Ravens? And the Browns have talent. Last year, it was, you know, there was a little bit too much hype, perhaps flying under the radar. I, I unfortunately, I might have to take the points with the Browns. Odell's here. been very vocal about this upcoming season. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. Oh, what a bum. Jets, Bills. Bills minus five and a half at home. <sighs> Give me the Bills. And stop it. I'll go, uh, I'll go Jets. This is a field goal game. Really? Why is it not a touchdown game? I, I think the Jets are able to move the ball a little bit on the Bills. Adam I, Gase. I like Robbie Anderson. They got Frank Gore, baby. Yeah, that's true. Frank Gore <laughs> is is just a just a grown ass man. Ra- <laughs> uh, Raiders, Panthers, Panthers minus one. Oh, I'm I on love the Raiders. This. I love this for Carolina. Matt Rule, new era. Teddy Bridgewater, guy doesn't turn the ball over. Christian McCaffrey and. This is week one, so I mean, there's. I think there's going to be a real conditioning issue, and you put the Raiders out in that Carolina heat in early September. That's true. The Raiders are a speed team, and and the grass always plays long in Carolina. West Coast going to the East Coast. I, I Panthers, you could lock that up now. Wow. I mean, again, another team we didn't really see him start with a quarterback last year, you know, yeah, we got excited about Kyle Allen, but Teddy Bridgewater and PJ Walker Walker for that matter are probably better than anyone they ran out there last year. Do you will Grier included? I I just don't, this should probably be a, this should be a three point. Do you think the NFL was trying to give them a favor of having them play Carolina? So then they season opener, they could be one and zero on Monday night football when they open up in Vegas. I'm no. in the conspiracies. Why I'm buying they, in. Give they, me the Raiders. There, there's no way the Raiders, as an organization, are going to properly schedule a trip to the East Coast for the body clocks to be right. Panthers roll here. This this should be three. Chargers, Bengals, Chargers minus three San and a half. Diego, Super Chargers. Chargers. Um, That's massively disrespectful I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to Chargers. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. The Bengals just drafted the number one pick for a reason. Char- Chargers got a good defense, man. You look at their ta- their talent. They're good. Why is this three and a half, Sean? Uh, I don't know. All the Cincy fans are going to be out. Who, who are you at going? The game? Who are you going? Cincy is. I mean, wait, our guy Justin. Oh, Blue this game's in Cincy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was try- I was trying to track what you were where you were going there, Kramer. I mean, the Chargers is three and a half point road favorite. I'll actually. Mm, it's interesting because I do like taking rookie quarterbacks on that first start at home because. They can't figure them out. Maybe they have a couple Ta- trick plays. Zach Taylor. This feels like a field goal game. Even though I'm saying that, I'll go Chargers minus three and a half. I think Tyrod actually is the starter to start the season. Um, Joe Burrow also is, might just have a bumpy start. It might, it might, yeah, and that Chargers defense is legit. Yeah. Bucks Saints. I think this is one of the games you threw out, Colby. Uh, Saints minus four and a half. So yeah, we're not seeing a ten point number like we did a couple of years I, ago. I, I'm a, I'm gonna bet that that get, that line gets closer. The Saints. What do you I, think? At this point, we should write this down in our gambling manifesto. But fade the Saints early. Yeah, yeah, they always get off to a slow start. Uh, Sean Payton in September is rough, and Bucks will be you know looking to really make a statement. Give me the Bucks catching four and a half. I'll take the Bucks as well. Cards Niners. Perfect timing, Kramer. We're about to see that in Mad Mayhem all over the Cardinals getting Not, a touchdown yeah. and more. Niners minus seven and a half at home. They'll probably go up. On one hand, it feels like a low number. On the other, this if the defense can just take a a a step to being below average from bad yeah. or atrocious. Yeah. The, I think the offense takes a step forward. We saw Kyler, he was frisky. This team lost close games. They tied the Lions. They probably, you know, he was frisky. They played the Niners good too last year. They both times they yeah. played them well. I think the Niners. The one thing about that Niners defense, they struggle with someone who has has mobility, and you know we have to see what they look like without the the big guy Buckner up front. I'm gonna take the points as well with you, Sean. I'm with you. I'll back it. Uh, I think you. I think this could get down to a touchdown. I think you might want to grab seven and a half. Really. Yeah, Cowboys. 
at Rams, Cowboys minus two and a half. Ugh. Rams money line. <laughs> Give me the Rams as a home dog, baby. CD Lamb's gonna be a lock a locker room cancer. I mean, do we know is Andy Dalton starting? <laughs> Dak has not signed his deal yet. I, I it probably this is this is not the correct number. I mean, why why are the Rams not minus two and a half? I, at, at a minimum. Like yeah. if you don't want to go Rams minus three. Cowboys are kind of like Duke or something or Nor- Notre Dame in football where I feel like they get they get points at Cow- Cowboys were eight and eight last yeah. year. And you're gonna make them a road favorite? Against the team that sure we don't like Jared Goff and we're, it sucks to have to root for Jared Goff week one. Bring in Blake Bortles, but <laughs> I I don't like especially because Aaron Donald's still there, right? He's still like oh yeah Zeke. Yeah, I don't know. I've, this one pu- is puzzling, uh, but we also do hate the Cowboys, Steelers, Giants. We said we were going to do this fast, Sean. We didn't do it fast. Steelers, Giants. Lock the Steelers up Ste- right away. Steelers <laughs> minus three on the road. Give me the Steelers. Are you serious? Give me yeah. the Steelers. All Disrespectful. Day. He's gonna go off. It's gonna be <laughs> epic. I cannot wait. I love the excuse to start football at 4 p.m. on the West Coast on Monday night. The late game. I do love that. Broncos minus two and a half at home against the Titans once again. Early games in Denver. You gotta take the Broncos. Massive advantage. Yeah, Broncos I, I feel like this. I'm surprised this number. I'm surprised it's not like Titans minus one. I mean, what? Titans were in the AFC Championship game. I like the Broncos. Doesn't matter. That that home field is three. No, no, but Ryan, this line is put out for the public. I'm surprised that they're already hedging at Broncos minus two and a half. I think they're going to get a lot of money. <laughs> Sean, I wouldn't be surprised the if Broncos. No, no one actually likes the Titans. <laughs> Hashtag tighten up, baby. <laughs> okay, before we get to our awesome interview with Jeff Blake. Gonna give a quick shout out to Ace per head. That's right. Ever thought about starting your own sportsbook? Don't know how to do it. Ace per head is here to help you start that sportsbook. Got give you a uh, all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated, up to the second wagers graded immediately. Top-notch customer support going 24/7. Some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Now you could be taking Week One action now. You're telling me you don't want to start a sportsbook? You're telling me. You don't know some guys who want to bet on some games. Plus, Ace per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today. Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Are you kidding me? Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Joining us on the line, former NFL quarterback Jeff Blake. Jeff, uh, thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. How you how you spending these quarantine days? Hey, I'm I'm being shut in <laughs> these days, but you know I got out a little bit, you know, just to do some training with some of my kids that I train. You know, I think I'm in a probably in the best corona free environment, been on the football field, just me and a kid. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, I mean any sort of exercise you can get outdoors, just throw it, throwing the ball around. Have you, of course, had what 13 years in the NFL? Well, yeah, fourteen. Give me well, give me that extra year back. Okay. <laughs> Didn't mean to shortchange you. I think that was my math. But uh I was watching hey man, it's hard to get in that it's hard to get in that league, man. Oh well, yeah. Uh, well and, and yeah, starting out with that, I mean you had a very long career compared to most. A guy like Sam Bradford walks into the league, plays a couple years, makes a ton of money. I that has to infuriate you <laughs> and probably most of the earlier generation. There's nothing I can do about it. You know, it is what it is, you know, and um, I know I tell some of the younger kids all the time, so guys that's in the league now, like my nephew Zay Jones, he's at the Raiders, and I tell him, get all the money you can get, man, get it all, and uh, more power to him. You know, sometimes you have to carry the pass, the, sometimes you got to pass the torch for the next for the next generation. You know, so that's kind of what we did. Yeah, you really were a uh, you were a pioneer. I mean, when you came into the league. Not a ton of African American quarterbacks. You were, I think, you pointed out every city you went to, you were the first uh, African American quarterback for that franchise. So, really broke a lot yeah. of ground there. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that really was the truth uh, about that. You know, I was the first one at the Jets, first one in Cincinnati, definitely first one in New Orleans. Um, uh, I wasn't the first in Baltimore. Uh, First in Arizona, for sure. 
Uh, and I wasn't the first in Chicago. That's crazy. And that's something that's bothered me my, my whole life. You know, I grew up in Washington, DC. And when you're a kid, you don't know race. And I, I remember, you know, being hearing conversations of like, Oh, well, uh, you know, a black quarterback can't win a super bowl. And I was always like, go home to my mom and my dad and be like, Doug Williams already won a super bowl. I don't understand mom. What's going on. You know, human beings, a human being. And, and it, it, right. it, it's really crazy that it lasted that long and, and probably still lasts. but, but did, did coaches ever try to have you play other positions? Uh, when I came out of high school, I was drafted by one university to play quarterback. One D one, one D one school to play quarterback. Let me correct that. And the only division one school that recruited me for quarterback was East Carolina. That's why I went there. There we go. Look, as, as an East Carolina guy there, you know, first off, this is a, this is, we've had plenty of guests on this one rates for me because you are the best East Carolina quarterback of all time. Top 10 finish in 1991. Talk to me about that year. And really you could, cause you guys ha- kind of had like a Boise state type of year in 1991. Well, I take that. Well, Boise state had a Carolina type of year. There we go. That's what I mean. And I should say that I should say that of all people, my apologies. We, we did it first. We did it first. We did it before Keller Moore did and his boys. So exactly. Exactly. Walk me through that year and how awesome that year was for you. Oh man, it was a it was uh game by game blur. It really was. Cause we we did an excellent job of moving on to the next game. We never, you know, uh dwelled on the game that we won the week before. We only focused on the week in that task at hand. And uh, the coaches did a very good job of um, getting us to do that, you know. And we knew if we could just stay close enough at the end that we would have an opportunity to win. And that's what that's what happened. People allowed us to stay close to the end, and we would just come back and beat them. Yeah, and and, and you guys took down. I got to note this right now. You took down a lot of Power Five schools. NC State, Syracuse, Pitt, South Carolina, but also you took down Virginia Tech, and and my co-host here is a Virginia Tech graduate, so I just want to throw some salt in the wound. Yeah, I mean East Carolina's <laughs> ruined, ruined a couple of years for me. Now, now yeah, ninety-one yeah. was before my time, but still, I, I honestly, it goes in this order: Miami, West Virginia, East Carolina, and team in terms of teams I hate. <laughs> um, now, yeah, now, we we. We, we we hopefully we can turn it around. We haven't been able to solidify head coach here in the last couple of years because they're in and out because they ha- aren't doing the job. It takes a special coach to coach at East Carolina. The problem is we get coaches that win and then they decide to leave and go to bigger programs where they think they're bigger programs and they wind up getting fired from those programs when it's just stayed at East Carolina. I think one of the smartest coaches we had was Coach Steve Logan, who Stayed there for five years. I was just about to bring up Coach Logan. Are you? Are you still? Oh, yeah. you, are you still? Uh, you know, in touch with with Coach Logan? I know my brother lives in Raleigh, North Carolina, and he hosts a radio show yeah. down there, and he's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I have seen him a few times, and when I went back to East Carolina, and actually, I need to reach out to him just to say hey. But yeah, um, I follow his son Nathan and Vincent on Facebook. Um, so, um, I got his number once from Nathan, I think. So I think I just need to reach out to him, but now he was a great guy. still a great guy. And I always enjoyed him as a coach. So Jeff, you were a, uh, you were a six round pick coming out of ECU ended up having a ton of success in the league at this, uh, you know, taking a look at this 2020 draft class. Do you see any of these late round quarterbacks, any of them possibly having some success? Of course, Jordan love Jacob Eason. Well, you know, it's all based on the program, the organization that you go to. I'm going to tell you now, you have organizations that's in the league that's guaranteed to get to the playoffs area based on their organization fit. And you know the teams I'm talking about. Patriots, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, um, Kansas City now. I mean, even when I played in the league, Kansas City was in the playoffs every year. You know, um, those teams are in the playoffs every year. Green Bay, um, you know, it's the organization that they, they're involved in. So if those guys go to 
solidify organizations. They're going to always have an opportunity to be successful. You know, believe it or not, Saints is one of those teams now. You know, so, um, you know, when I play in the league, you know, the Saints were called the Aints. So. <laughs> Bags over their heads. Yeah, you know, until 2000 when we all came in in 2000. I don't know if I, when I left Cincinnati, I went to Saints in 2000, have turned that whole organization around, <laughs> you know, and um, wind up getting hurt. And Aaron Brooks came in. That was the last time I played for the Saints. Yeah, no, 2000, you had a great record, seven and four, uh, 13 touchdowns, only nine interceptions. Mm-hmm. Well, well and, I, and I didn't hear him say the Bengals on that list of teams that are set up to win, at least set up organizationally no. to win. So, no. wh- what do you think the, about the Joe thing. Burrow? You think he's got a shot? Well, there, how many first round draft pick quarterbacks have they've had since I left? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, uh, I mean, he can. St- I think there's potential. I like Burrow's game. Now, I, I don't know. I mean, when, when- I, 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 look, I'm gonna tell you now that Burrow will not be successful unless the organization decides to build around him. Cincinnati has Cincinnati has yet to build around any quarterbacks that they have drafted. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, but uh, I've always known like the Chargers and the the Bengals to be some of the cheaper organizations in the league. As far as building that, a football team, true. yeah. So that is true. There you go. Yeah. So well, that, we're we're praying yeah. for Joe Burrow. And and, and and it's not the fact that you don't. It could be cheap, but it's how you handle business and how you handle your players. You don't have to be a top tier team to handle your players right. You know, if I was if I was a, a owner and I and I wasn't owner that like to spend a lot of money, I would do other things to bring my players in to make them feel more family, to make the environment feel more family oriented, you know, uh, give them perks. You know, if I ain't gonna give them money, I give them something else, you know, give them a little hookup on the side. (laughs) Yeah. Give them a hookup on the side, make sure they get an endorsement on, you know, off the, you know, in the city, off the field, you know, things like that. You know, there's other ways, you know, you can make up that income especially with some of your star players, you know, especially with social media today. I really need Steve Tisch to start doing that for the giants and getting these guys in movies. Start recruiting, <laughs> baby. Let's go. Now, yeah. Now, now, now in your 1995 season, when you, when you, I believe you meant that was your pro bowl year. I, I got a note here that the Bengals were the worst defensive team in the NFL that year. One can only think how good would Jeff Blake be regarded in the world had you had a defense, man. You had Pickens and Darnay Scott and this offense that was dynamic. H- how do you look back at those years and think, what if? Hey, uh, the year we went to the Pro Bowl, man, Pickens, we led the AFC in every category in offense. And I think we were first or second in passing and AFC and all this stuff. And we won seven games. Seven. Seven. Jeez, yeah. I think Pickens caught like 21 touchdowns that year. We won seven games, you know, so, you know, and, and, and it is true, you know, defense wins games, defense wins championships. And if you don't have a good base, a base running game, and if you don't have, you know, a, a solid defense that can get turnovers and score points, you can forget it. Now in, in 95, you actually, you led the AFC in passing touchdowns with 28, but now you look at today's numbers and it's completely off the charts. Uh, what do you, th- what do you think kind of, what kind of numbers could you imagine playing now with the way the league is officiated and just the way offenses are run? 4,000 yards a year, same as breeze and all the rest of them. But, you know, we were throwing averaging 3000, a little over 3000 a year, but we ran the ball a lot more. Yeah. We, we, we had running backs back then that would pound that football. I mean, you had the Eddie George's Jerome, Be- Jerome better since I had Corey Dillon for a little bit. You know, you had, you know, the Terrell Davises, you had, you know, we would run that football, you know, um, you know, uh, Philly had Brian Westbrook, you know, those guys were carrying the ball, you know, 25, 30 plus games, you know, you know, you know, Dallas had Emmett, you know, you know, Emmett was scoring 25, 20 plus touchdowns a game. I mean, a year. Yeah. When you're on the Bengals, did you have a team that you hate, like that you just dread, dreaded to play? Like, who was the arch rival there? That that was it. Steelers? Was it the Browns? Was it the Oilers that you just hated playing the against? Browns. The Browns. The Browns. Why I is hated that? Playing the Browns. 
I hated playing the Browns because we, I always thought that we were better than them, but somehow they always wind up beating us. Mm, so but it was told opposite when we played Pittsburgh. We always wind up beating Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why. I don't know why it was that way. But we would play the Browns, and it seemed like we could just never, never get over that hump. But we could always, at any given time, beat Pittsburgh. Now you mentioned you were on the, uh, or you mentioned Brian Westbrook. And I, I know you were a, a member of the 2004 Eagles team. Uh, you were in that mm-hmm. QB room with Donovan McNabb, Coy Detmer. I, I, I always mm-hmm. heard this as an urban legend that Coy Detmer used to go on road trips and he would only bring a toothbrush and the playbook. Is that correct? That's that was training camp. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I take that back. That was, yeah, that was road trips too. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just bring a toothbrush in the playbook. That's it. That's it. That's awesome. That's yeah. legendary. That guy can't. That, that guy can't be a married man. Every year he would go buy. He wouldn't never ship his cars or anything. Every year he would go buy like a thousand dollar car <laughs> just to ride from, just to ride from practice to his to back to wherever he was living. And then, at, but no. But the cool thing was every year he would take that car and he would give it away to like. For donation or for charity or to give it to somebody. That's cool. That's that awesome. Uh, he always seemed like a good dude. He seemed like a very regular, like kind of blue collar man's man. Oh yeah, he definitely, definitely, definitely. So he's got, he's so, got a little country in him. I mean, if, if if you gave him ten pairs of sweats, those are the sweats he's gonna wear for the season. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that that brings he up. He's not gonna go buy custom suits. He's not gonna go buy hot Gucci. Louis, no, don't exist. <laughs> that brings up a good question because NFL quarterbacks, I mean, there's been a handful of characters in the bunch. Who is the mm-hmm. uh, uh, outside of who we just spoke about? Any other uh, kind of strange interactions or kind of interesting experiences in the quarterback room? I don't know. I'm out of think about that one. I mean, I played for so long, and most of the time, I was, you know, later in my career, I was the OG in the quarterback room, so I kind of set the tempo. <laughs> nice, <laughs> you know. Early in my career, though, you know, um, early in my career, it was um, a little bit different. I was more in a learning phase. I was more, I was more in a learning phase, and I was more into, uh, um, you know, trying to understand the game and play the game. So I was kind of more, you know, eager to learn and see how I can get better. But once you know you become a veteran, you get you know eight plus years in the league, you know, and you see one play, you see them all at that point, you know. I think that was a problem between Aaron Rodgers and um, Mike McCarthy, because Mike, I know Mike personally because he was my offensive coordinator in, in New Orleans, and Mike is a very you know you know cross the T's dot the I type of guy, very technical, very. You know, um, um, we're going to rep it, rep it, rep it. You know, you know, every every game plan we're going we go into install. We're going over the same basic. Okay, all hitch. We're going over that read everything. And I know Aaron's like, dude. I think in ten years, I'm not going over all hitch again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what happened. Yeah. So you you kind of theorize that maybe that's what caused the the kind of beef yeah, between McCar- McCarthy mm-hmm. and Rogers is that mm-hmm. he's very regimented and, and Rogers likes to freestyle. He probably doesn't want to drill the same thing over and over again. I don't want to do it. I've been doing it for 10 years. I'm not going over that play with you again. <laughs> I, I feel him. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm with Aaron on that one. I'm not, I'm not doing it again. I'm not, I'm not going over every detail of every <laughs> the detail of each play because we've done that for the last five years. Right. Now, Jeff, let me I know what that play means. I know how to. I know how to run that play. Now, Jeff, let me ask you your thoughts on Jalen Hurts. It's a guy that I think is it was criminally underrated coming into the draft. I had him rated a mm. lot higher than than a lot of uh, experts, so-called experts. Uh, what's your analysis when you look at Jalen Hurts? I know second round pick by the Eagles, and my my buddy here, uh, you know, co-host Sean is an Eagle fan, so I'm sure he's going to want to hear what you want to say. What do you think of Jalen Hurts and his transition to the NFL? Uh, I think he has tremendous upside. He's a, definitely a gamer. He can win you some football games. Um, it all depends on how much they develop him as an NFL quarterback. It's one thing to to be, you know, a, a player, but it's another thing to get developed to be an NFL quarterback. You just can't walk in and 
game and just be an NFL quarterback. You have to be developed to be that way. You know, you have to be taught certain things, or if not, the, the game's gonna catch up with you. You know, and you see guys like Patrick Mahomes who won, a, who actually won a Super Bowl this year. You see guys like Lamar Jackson who were MVP this year. They can be like Cam Newton in two years if they don't watch out. Yeah. Yeah, and where do you think uh, Cam Newton ends up uh, landing? He's kind of the musical QB chairs have kind of settled, and he doesn't really have a landing spot right now. Where do you think he ends up? I was thinking Miami. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. Get you know, give him a little, uh, give him a starter before they have to. to That's get a hell of going. a quarterback room. I don't know. If two was, I don't know. If two was a hundred percent. I don't know if we're ready to get that. get that contact right now. But a guy like Cam can come in and play right away. And they can let Tua sit for a couple of years, one or two years, and let him learn and come in some plays and and let Cam run it for a year for for the next two years and then and then Tua can come in after that. You know, I don't think it's a great idea sometimes to just put rookies in as starters. I think it's a learning curve there. And a lot of times that learning curve is better on the sideline than on the field. But you can get on the field, man, and get wrecked and be gun- become gun shy. You never be the same. Sean, can I give you a dark horse for Cam Newton? Sure. Deshaun Watson gets hurt a lot. Bill O'Brien's a maniac as a GM. <laughs> that could just work. A little two quarterback system. And maybe maybe Cam's doing that. He's just waiting on the sidelines, waiting for maybe a, an early injury, and then he signs with that team. You you actually do your own personal coaching. You got your own football camp, JeffBlakeTraining.com. Is there anyone? Is there a quarterback in the league? That you see their game and you go, oh man, I wish I was in the QB room with them. I wish I was coaching them up because I, I really feel like they're good, but maybe I could give them a little bit more. Is there anyone you'd really look forward to coaching in the league? Let's see, Patrick Mahomes. I really can help his mechanics. That I really can help his mechanics as well. Um, said, well, they're accurate. Yeah, they can play. Yeah, but what they're doing now, they're doing it because they're young. When they get to be five or six years in the league, they ain't gonna be able to do that job no more. You have to have perfect, you have to have better mechanics, better footwork, you know, to be able to align yourself to get to your target. Now you're a gunslinger now. You can be you, you can put you can contort your body in all different types of positions and still make that throw. But when you 32, 34, that ain't gonna happen, bro. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get back, you gotta get back to basics, you know. So I would love to teach them the proper fundamentals when it comes to footwork and bases and getting their body aligned to make their throws. It's like Drew Brees. Drew Brees always gets his feet around to make a throw. He never throw an awkward position. Why? He's forty years old. <laughs> he ain't trying to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, similar thing with uh, you know Tom Brady. I mean, that's probably partly why he's been able to hang around exactly. for so long. Exactly. Proper mechanics, proper footwork. He gets his feet around, make the throw. You're doing no crazy side sidearm, no look pass, back all that kind of stuff. behind the back. It's like, dude, come on! Imagine yeah. seeing Brady doing a no look pass. Come on! Uh, or what? You don't have to. Exactly, yeah. it's Tom Brady. You mentioned the Saints, and of course, they've kind of dabbled with the two quarterback system, where they have one, they bring the other guy in, they bring in Taysom Hill. I, I kind of watching that game. I, I like him. You like Taysom Hill? I like him. He is just grimy, man. <laughs> I love grimy. He just, he just, just get the ball in my hand, bro. Let me ball out. He do, is grimy. do you, do you think he could be a kid. successful starter? Um, shoot, I, I, I see him being a, like a Lamar Jackson plan. Wow. Okay. How do you praise? If I do the same thing with him like you do with Lamar Jackson, he would be hell. Yeah. How do you feel about Jameis Winston there? That's good for James. James is gonna learn some football. Yeah, and he's not gonna be dodging boxing bags either. <laughs> that video was uh, that video was pretty funny. And he can see now. I mean, Jesus, he's got a lot of things going for him. He's gonna land a nice contract, I think, in a year. My son, my son tweeted James. He was like. Dude, you really need to call my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that training video he d- he did as a QB coach. Have we, have you ever put anyone through an exercise like that? I don't put anyone through anything they're not going to experience on the football field. <laughs> Just say that. That's the most complimentary way you can say no. Of course not. That's crazy. I like it. But yeah, uh, with uh, with 
with Taysom, <laughs> with Taysom, uh, I, I I agree with you. He's uh he's got a lot of potential, and I think if a team did the same Lamar Jackson style, where they put the roster around him and really build the playbook around his skill set, he could be successful. But what do you think about the idea of this like this two quarterback system where they have Drew Brees and then they're subbing in Taysom Hill? I gotta imagine that that throws off Brees's rhythm and momentum. Or do you think there is a no, future? It no, okay. it don't. It saves him. It saves him. It prolongs his career. It's just like it's just like Le, it's just like LeBron coming out for for twenty minutes in a game. I like that. So quarterback load management. management, QB load management yeah. is the future. Yeah, it's just management. It's just management. You can't run LeBron too too crazy. You can't play him the whole game. He needs some minutes off. Especially when, it, especially when it comes up right before playoff time. So, but Jeff, if you were in that Saints playoff game, you're 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 starting. You're Drew Brees. <laughs> you wouldn't be a little annoyed when they're bringing in Taysom Hill to run these different packages, or you'd be you'd no, be okay with it? No, because I ain't running them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I'm not running them. I'm not running no no RPO. <laughs> no, I, I won't be mad. <laughs> Why? Because at the end of the day, it ain't about me. It's about winning championships. And if he can help us win a championship, because at the end of the day, Drew Brees gonna be Drew Brees. Chasing his, they can't never take that away from him. So if a boy come in and play five plays at offense, so be it. And, and we and we win, and we go to Super Bowl, and we win. He bring him in five plays every game. You got, you got, you got to understand. You got to understand when you, when you, when you, when you get to be that old in the NFL, it ain't about your accolades no more. It's about trying to win that chip. Yeah. Now, you of course, uh, you played on the 2004 Eagles. Andy Reid was the head coach. You played mm-hmm. uh, teammate of uh, Eric Bieniemy. There, were you were you rooting mm-hmm. big for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Of course. Well, I played with Eric. Eric was my. I played with Eric in Cincinnati. Eric was my roommate for four years in Cincinnati. He was my he was my roommate on the road for four years. He needs he a head coaching roommate. job, man. Right? Can we agree to that? Like, how is he not a head coach? Yeah, yet? Eric. Eric is a great coach, man. He's a great player. He's a great coach. He's he's he's. I'm gonna tell you something, and a lot of people don't know this, but one of the players that had the most respect on our Bengals team was Eric Bieniemy. We had some characters, but when Eric <laughs> stepped in the room, that that stuff halted. It halted. They were definitely had much respect for EB. Definitely. So and he and he still has that same stigma about him. Yeah. Well, hopefully he gets a leader hey, of men, Sean. Leader yeah. of men. Command the room. Hopefully he gets a head coaching job and then you know gives you a ring and says, "Come on, Jeff. We need to coach up some QBs." Get you, get you going you know, there in the league. You know, I saw him last year at the um, at the uh, uh, black coaches national at the black coaches uh, um, um, offense. Uh, I think it was this quarterback coaches and office coordinators field that we have in Atlanta every year that um, James Harris puts on. Um, and um, he talked to me. He's like, "Hey, dude, I need to talk to you. I, I need, I may need you to come to Kansas City this summer." And, and and he never, it never came to fruition. But I, I think maybe we might have something going on. Oh, I'm not sure. That'd be awesome to uh, have you in the league. And appreciate you calling in, Jeff. Make sure you give uh, Jeff yes, a sir. follow on Twitter. Best East Carolina quarterback ever. East Carolina Hall of Fame. I'm not there yet, Jeff. I'm working. If, if, <laughs> if they have a Hall of Fame for drinking and trying to pick up chicks, I might make that Hall of Fame. But uh, yeah, you might make that one, brother. <laughs> you have to. Veterans Committee will have to put you in, Colby. <laughs> but I appreciate your time, Jeff. Give uh, Jeff a follow. No at problem, guys. Twitter at Jeff Blake underscore eight and JeffBlakeTraining.com. Thanks again, Jeff, and uh, have a great day. All right, guys. Hey, thank you. Awesome time hanging out with our boy Jeff Blake at UFC Music. Just a reminder UFC 249 this Saturday. Get in, check out that UFC 249 podcast. $49 free bet. That's right. Risk free bet over at mybookie.ag on the Cerrone Pettis fight. Make sure you get it on that. Hit up mybookie.ag promo code SGP. 
Check out Colby Dant, aka the Danta Base, on the College Experience. Make sure you tune in Madden Mayhem two games a night: Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And for the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Sean, football's back. Kramer, let it ride. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.